Welcome to Notes from John. With a babble from Bon. Here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon on um, April 26, 2020. It is a beautiful day outside. And I think it's the end of our fifth week of staying at home and our social distancing and beginning of our sixth week. <sighs> and we'll be, we'll be staying at home at least for another this coming week and then hopefully maybe easing up easing up starting to ease up a little and but i don't know when we're going to have an opportunity to get back to church or get back to the temple or be with our, all of our family be, at one time that'll, that'll easily be another month or two and uh, maybe so anyway we hope everyone's well that's uh, listening to us and want you to know we love you and are hopeful that uh, um, things are safe and well for you and your families. Uh, our shout out today, Bonnie. First of all, we need to make a correction. We had, we told Nathan that he was turning nine last week and Nate turned 10. These, there's, we have three little boys that are the same age and we can't keep track of them. They're either eight, nine, and 10 all together. So he's turned 10. But 10. I, yes. <laughs> But our big shout-out was for our daughter, Becky. Blake and Becky Cyphers had their baby this week, a baby boy after four girls. Yeah, way to go, Becky. Yes, but there were some complications, so he's still in the NICU. He had some breathing problems and some infections, so hopefully that he's on his way to getting better. The NICU is the intensive care unit for... Newborns. Uh, newborns. And um, things were a little touch and go the day he was born. And a lot of prayers were being offered to our Father in Heaven for his um, being able to get better. And uh, things turned around for him gratefully. We are grateful for everybody who fasted and prayed for him. and Yeah, we sure are. Yes, it's amazing what that does. Still still there in the hospital and still has a little ways to go, but wow, he's in a, in a lot better condition than he yes, was. Much better place. Which we're very happy about. Yes, and we are. Congratulations, Becky and Blake, for number five. And today we were thinking about what we could say to our grandkids. We've done a few of these podcasts, and we thought, what would our, we would like our grandkids to, to think about, to learn from us this week? What would we like to encourage them to yes. do? Yes, and we thought about reading. Reading. To read. Did you like to read when you were younger? No, I didn't. I know. I liked to read. I just couldn't retain. I had to read it over and over and over unless it was a really good book. And I just went through it really fast. I was not a good reader. I was a slow reader, and I didn't, I didn't retain very well. You know, I know when, often in school, and uh, when we would take these reading comprehension tests, I, I never did well on those. And I think part of that is a result of my. I just didn't, I didn't have a love for reading, like, uh, like you do or like other people do and and I that was has been a disadvantage for me certainly well I think one of my favorite quotes is um from Dr. Seuss 
the more you read, the more things you will know, the more that you learn, the more places you will go. I think everybody's heard that before. And especially at this time when there's time to read because we're all home. I know a lot of people have done puzzles, but a lot of people have read. I imagine that's true. It is a good time for reading. And reading, it can open, it just opens the world to you. Well, it, and it certainly can. And um, I know as a young boy, the, the reading that, I mean, I was encouraged to read, but I didn't really have any interest uh, in reading anything specific. I, the, what was it, Spin and, Spin and Marty. Spin and Marty series but that was a tv series i know on the disney, uh, on channel. disney channel and um it wasn't the it wasn't the disney channel but it was it wasn't a disney channel then oh. it was i can't remember the name of the show that for the disney show what was it i can't recall wonderful it. world of color i don't know no. but yes but i think most of us would rather watch than read but I like the Nancy Drew stories. Those mysteries were really good to me. I like those. And I watched and I read a lot of 007 books. Those were good. I didn't, I didn't get into those. I, I mean, the things that I did read, other than what I was required to read for school, were sports books. I read a book on Johnny Unitas and another book on, <laughs> really? on I didn't Hank know that. Aaron. And, uh, but I... Uh, I, I'm just so sorry that I didn't get into reading because it, it does, it opens up a world of, of uh, possibilities. They say a reader lives a thousand lives before he dies. Yeah. And that's true because the more books you read and the variety of books, the more it just opens up so much into your life. Well, yeah, and I, I it, it helps uh, it, it helps our brain obviously, and uh, increases our our just our understanding of people and places, cultures and uh, different languages, and uh, helps you to think too. How the world is so vast, and 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 there's so much to it. And reading can open up these vistas and and uh, bring creative thoughts into the minds of the reader that otherwise doesn't happen. They say you know exercise to the body is well reading reading to the reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body so that's why it's it's important it helps your mind to expand to keep it go growing and learning and doing. Well, and as I got older through uh, junior high, high school, and then into college, of course, you, you have to you have to read uh, in order to be able to pass the classes and and gain the knowledge and education that you need to you know to be uh, productive in your your profession as you go forward. But some of those classes too, they make you read so much that you start to not want to read anymore kind of kills it for you yeah when there's a lot of pressure on you to read and boy if you don't like reading that's that's a double whammy but uh, they say another quote that i love is there's no such thing as a child who hates to read there are only children who have not found the right 
book. That that may well be true, and that and I could, I I could see that in me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, f- I wasn't given the right books to read, or I didn't have the, the uh, drive to go find the right books to read. But they were sports. You were right into it. Well, two, two at least two of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm aware of of friends and relatives and and family members that have been avid readers, and they've read all kinds of things and and have such a broader perspective than I had as a young boy. Yeah, it helps you with that. It wasn't. I mean, I just I just really missed the boat when I was younger. And my encouragement to our grandchildren, our great grandchildren, and others, is to read and if if you need help in finding what it is you'd like to read then get get mom and dad to help you find something that you could really get into and then discuss that with them oh i lost my train of thought (laughs) it's gone so i know what i was gonna say um but sometimes if you read too much that's a problem too sure I know a little girl who always read, read, read. She read during her dinner hour or during, I mean, when she would eat, she read, read. She always had her nose in a book and she didn't get out and socialize. And socializing was like she kind of hid in her books. That could be a problem. So we need to find the balance that you're talking about. And uh, that's, I guess, for all of us to to explore. You know what else I like about reading? What? Because it does make you smarter. It makes you yeah, it does. more aware of things, but when you, it helps in conversation, when True. when people are are talking and they're conversing about a certain subject, and you and you think sometimes I thought, whoa, I know what they're talking about, because I read about that, and then have you I ever can been in a book club. Contribute that. Yes, I have been in a book club. What What do you do? I've never been in one. What do you do at a book club? Well, those were frustrating for me because. I read books at my own pace, which is slow. I only, when the kids were little, I would read my scriptures, of course, in the morning, first thing, or whatever. And then I would want to read the Unsigned Magazine or church publications, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then at lunchtime, or at quiet time when I had the kids, I would read my, you know, a novel or some kind of book that I would like to read. And so I would read it um, at my own pace, but when you're in a book club, like once a month, you had to read a book in a month. Well, it takes me a couple of months, two or three months to read because I can't just sit down and read straight through, which some people I know can't read a book without just going through the whole thing, and they let everything else go. So the book club was fascinating because you could go and someone was responsible for reading or um, reporting on that book. Well, first off, somebody has to identify right. what well, book they're so going to read. For, is it like at a month at a time? or mm-hmm. Each person will choose a book, and then when the book you choose, you have to report on oh, after you read it. I thought everybody reads the they same do. book. They do, but say, okay, so for this one month, we read um, Charles Dickens. So the one person who chose that book We'll report on it, and we've all read it, so that we can comment oh, on it I as see. well. And the next month, someone might choose Harry <coughs> Potter, 
and then she we all read Harry Potter and she reports on it and so she just kind of goes through the whole book with highlights and you get a, a a great you know background from each book and I never got through the whole book especially when they pick a great big book with little writing Oh man! That just I, that was depressing to me because uh, I knew I would never get through it. I started in high school reading, the Brothers Karamazov. What? And that I'm not <laughs> kidding. That book is it was like three inches thick. I think I got through one chapter <laughs> before I lost interest and looked at that book. Thought, oh my word, I'll never get through this book. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I've had some books like that. You just go, mm, no, you, when you lose interest, it's not fun anymore. And it's like a chore, and it should never be a chore. They say reading is a gift to the mind, a gift to your spirit, a gift to your heart. And I look forward to reading certain books, you know, that I've picked out so that I can. Of course, there's always reading in the bathroom, I'm sure. People <laughs> have lots of books and magazines in the restroom. Well, I know I, I, I know how important the reading has become for me in my adult life for primarily for scripture reading, for <clears throat> learning about the temples, for learning about the history of the church. I've done extensive reading in these areas and uh, been so grateful for what I've been able to learn and feel as I've read these important books well i i read a lot of self not self what is it um child rearing books a lot of those when my our kids were growing up so that i could try to be the best mother i could be but when i which is when i especially need help with a problem or issue i'd try to, to read more of those but i'm a visual learner so i always like to watch the movie after the book <laughs> <laughs> i got more feeling from the movie than I just that's why I like mystery, intrigue. So when you action. read when you would read a, a novel, would you get would you take on the persona of one of the characters? Mm, sometimes. Not always. But I try to envision in my mind what they looked like and where they were and that's another thing that helps your imagination. And then when I'd see who the person really was in the movie usually wasn't the same person. I thought when I read The Hunger Games, it was, oh, I yeah. thought it was quite a bit different as I, in my mind anyway, from the, the, show, movie. the movie showed. And, and um, I liked the book better. Yeah, they usually say the book is better because it can, it has more detail. Well, that's, yeah, that's certainly true. <laughs> it did. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, I think it's been great for especially this, um, quarantine time where we've been able to possibly read more books or for those who um, financially have some issues it's it's great that we have a library where you can go because books are expensive and I my father always went and got library books because he wanted to instill in us that desire for to read yeah that's really smart and one of the one of the important things in that process too is that uh, parents, um, your kids need to see you read. Hmm. If they don't ever see mom and dad reading, they may not be that interested in real that mom and dad don't read. <clears throat> but I think if the, if they do in fact see the example of their parents that are reading, I, it's just another 
another tool to help them gain a, a love and a desire for reading. But that's what I said. Sometimes books aren't available in homes because the parent might not want to read and they don't really care about books. But if you can get to a library at your school or the public library and check out these books and start reading, it reminds me of that little fairy, well, no, not the fairy tale. Is it a fairy tale? Belle, Beauty and the Beast, where she's always reading as she's walking around reading. And she's a smart girl. And I just think that that really helps in helping you see places and things that you'll never be able, you might not ever see in the world, but you can read about them and just help you all the way around. Well, I can tell you this, that having the privilege of, of reading in the Book of Mormon every day makes an enormous impact in my life, especially if I, if I, when I read, when I used to read at night just before I went to bed, then I'd go to sleep and and go through the next day and read it. Then now and for the last many years, I've always read first thing in the morning, and what that does <clears throat> is it it Sets leaves the tone. It, it leaves thoughts in my mind throughout the day of what I had read before I, you know, before I really started my work day or anything else. See, I can't read at night. I, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't read at night anymore and haven't for a long time. But reading in the morning has really made a difference for me. And, and uh, I know a lot of kids wouldn't have that opportunity to do that very much. But, but I guess our, our whole effort tonight is to encourage all of our listeners to, to read and to read things that will be uplifting and positive, that will uh, add to your understanding of people, places, things, the world, different ideas and thoughts, staying away from the junk and the awful things that are out there that can be read as well, that can fill your mind with, you know, just bad thoughts and bad things. Is stay away from that kind of reading. Good point. And I remember when we would get, I would go to the library when like our kids were younger and get laundry baskets full of books. And we'd take them home and we'd just have quiet time where they would read books and picture books or whatever. But then growing up now, we have electronic devices. And you can read a lot of things which is also great. Kindle books, there's all kinds of books you can read. And what I have liked is that you can get books, um, not online, what is it, where you listen to them, audio books. Audio, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. That's been great that you can listen to them. Yeah, that is good. So for those who d just really don't want to read or have trouble maybe with their eyesight, that they can listen to books um, Audio books, which is it used to be great. books on tape. Books on tape. That's <laughs> what I was trying to think of. Books on tape. Yeah, and we used to listen to those. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great way to expand your knowledge, and and I know there have been kids that haven't been able to go to school or college, but they read a lot of books, and they are pretty bright kids. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, 
But well, reading's important. It can be fun. It's exciting. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes you have to plow through it with your schoolwork. But it's a great thing to do, especially when you know it's going to help you. I never related to that little statement that, ooh, I'd like to curl up with a good book, book. in front of the fire. Oh, place. And I have. I just never, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to me. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, and I fall asleep. <laughs> Especially when it's stormy outside. Put the fire on, get some hot chocolate, and then you it's fall a, asleep. Yeah, you need to get <laughs> you need to get the book that's going to keep you awake and that will grab your attention and your interest. I said, get a really scary one on a, when the lightning and thunder's outside. Yeah, right. It's well, spooky. there you go for tonight. That's uh, our thought for our, our wonderful listeners. We just want our grandchildren and our missionaries, missionaries and their children. And that reading is so great. So go out and find yourself a good book however you can. And have it become an integral part of your lives. And like I said, you read me like a book. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, what was that one? I said to you one day, oh, yeah, I like the, I know oh, you. Oh, that is so rude. <laughs> you know me, you used to say, you know me like a book. I said, yeah, I like the Book of Mormon. No, you the, said the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> the Bible. Like I didn't know anything about the Bible. It's so rude. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. We hope you stay safe and have a good week. I know it's uh, at least for all of us that are still in, this um, stay-at-home stay home. Uh, process that we need to be careful, and hopefully we look to loosening things up a little in the uh, the following week. And plus, all those who are out there, first responders, and those nurses and doctors, and everyone who's out there on the front lines trying to help this situation. Yeah, Jennifer Williamson said that one of the greatest gifts that reading can give a person is easy access to peace inside even when the world outside is in shambles. Yeah, nice quote. I I thought so. I like that. Because it can kind of take you out of that despair and doom as though some people are in. So I know you don't want to, but I've asked you to give just a little update on your leg. What? And your... Me? Yeah. On on how how you're doing with having torn your hamstring... It'll be two weeks from this coming Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, at least I'm up and walking a little bit. It's gone from being bright, purplish, red, ugly bruise to now it's black and green. (laughs) It is kind of an ugly color. Oh, it's hideous. Yeah, you're kind of right there, I'm afraid. (laughs) It's lovely. But I'm grateful it's slowly healing and physical therapy helps and you're doing better. You're, Heating you're, packs and cold packs, and you're you're walking much much better. Yes, I and, am. Uh, so can get up and down stairs better, and in and out of cars better. And yeah, so I'm doing fine. I have my book to read. Yes, yes, you do. So there you go. That'll be it tonight from us from Notes from John with a babble from Bond. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>